I did want to acknowledge, I think, you know, single women, especially maybe face a bit more of a challenge where typically not always, but typically do make less than our male counterparts. So women can experience maybe a little bit extra challenge when looking at retiring solo. Doesn't mean it's impossible, of course, but I did want to acknowledge that. Yeah, I think we've got a few strategies, holistic strategies, as it were, for the person who's retiring single. Welcome to Your Retirement Planning Simplified with your host, Joseph Curry, a CFP professional who is going to help you learn how to simplify your retirement planning. This podcast is all about helping you answer those burning questions you've had about your retirement possibilities and making a plan to get there. Through retirement planning education, resources, and expert interviews, Joe will help you get clear on your retirement vision, how to simplify it, and what you'll need specifically to achieve or maintain your financial freedom. Ready to live out your retirement dreams and create future opportunities for the ones you love? Then let's get started. Hello, and welcome to episode number 36 of Your Retirement Planning Simplified. I'm your co-host, Joe Curry, and with me, Lindsay Wilson. How are you today, Lindsay? I'm good, Joe. How are you? I'm great, thanks. Coming up on the end of a good weekend here, I'm spending some time with family. What do you have going on this weekend? I am going to visit some friends in Toronto, actually. Some friends with two children, some dear friends I've known for decades. So I'm going to spend some time with them. Awesome. Sounds fun. I'm glad you have some plants. That's great. So on our episode today, this was your idea, which it was a great idea. So maybe I'll just let you introduce the topic today. Sure. We have taxes and retirement webinars that we host. And one question that came out of it that stuck with me was that there isn't a lot of good information for singles planning for retirement. You know, there's income splitting when you're married, but what happens when you're a single person facing retirement? I thought it was a good topic because we work with a lot of single retirees here, and I thought it might be worthwhile looking at the differences, strategies, some specific financial strategies and also non-financial strategies that people who are single and looking to plan for retirement or in retirement might want to look at. So with that, I thought we might kick off with what are some of the differences in strategies that you notice between people who are married planning for retirement, people who are single planning for retirement? It is a great question. And so I'm glad you brought the topic up because we don't talk a lot about it on this show specifically. And really anywhere you look, there's not a ton of information. So I looked at some articles. There was some information out there. Some of it, you know, I thought was great. Some of it, I'm not sure I'm fully on board with because a lot of it's kind of rule of thumb. And I feel like rule of thumb isn't great for a lot of retirement planning, especially when it comes to cash flow. Mm -hmm. But some of the differences off the top, I guess, that I see, you mentioned this, once you are into retirement, couples are generally looking at how can they split income. So pension splitting, maybe CPP sharing. There are ways to get income down, but when you're single, you're bringing in all the income. So typically we'll see a single client in a higher tax bracket, right? So not only do they need more money to support all the things they have going on in their life because there's only one income in the household, but they also then have to pay more tax. So it's really not a fair system, to be honest. But you know, that's one of them is just that we don't have some of those planning options for singles. One of the articles we were reading talked about how single people in their 40s and 50s who don't have kids are going to be able to save maybe a lot more money than families, quote unquote. But the reality is a lot of the single people that we work with 
you know, weren't necessarily always single, right? They might still have kids. Maybe they're single parents, which would be even more difficult. But they also are not able to, just like in retirement, they're still not sharing the cost of a mortgage. They're not sharing the cost of, of maintaining a home, all those types of things that most couples get to share those costs, both in retirement and before retirement. So their expenses still can be higher there. And also a lot are, you know, divorced or widowed. So not everyone has the same opportunity to have maybe a little extra cash flow when others are spending money on their kids. So in a lot of cases, they're also maybe starting behind the eight ball a lot. And beyond the, I guess, lack of planning options, there's also kind of some lifestyle things to think about. Maybe lack of social engagement in retirement, you know, thinking about purpose beyond work. A lot of single people, they tie their identity up a lot in their work when they don't have kids. So, you know, there's a lot of things to really think about when it comes to planning for singles. And I'm kind of chuckling a little bit, not because I'm happy, but it's almost a lack of words because there's really not a ton of different planning strategies that we can implement, but there are some significant disadvantages from cost sharing standpoint. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm wondering if we look at any specific financial strategies, things that could be done to make a single person's planning easier for retirement. Are there any tips or things people could be thinking about? Sure. So there's a couple of things that people could be thinking about here. One is saving when you have the opportunity. So if you're listening to this and you're still a ways out from retirement, you do want to make sure you're often saving early on to get your money working for you. Time is definitely your friend if you have it. Now, not everyone has that time, right? But if you're able to pay off your mortgage as you're approaching retirement, that's going to free up a lot of cash flow. So one of the best things you could do with that cash flow is just redirect it to your savings for retirement. So again, we're talking about people ahead of retirement here, but that is usually when we see kind of the biggest influx of cash flow into somebody's bank account is when they pay off that mortgage. We don't want to miss out on opportunities like that to start saving for the future. But other things you could think about are you know potentially renting a room in the house or maybe turning the basement into like a duplex and apartment and renting that out. So that can help with those additional costs you're taking on with the home where you're not able to share it with a partner. For travel, maybe you could find another single friend for a travel companion, because again, there's some, I guess, prejudice in the travel industry where you pay more as a single, right? Than a double occupancy on a per person basis. So a travel companion, that can help in retirement when you're trying to do that travel. I will say too that I know here where we are, if you're in retirement and you're single, there are tours that you can sign up for. And it's kind of like having a travel companion, but you might go as a group. Could be anything from a musical in Toronto to going to the Swiss Alps. You go as a group, right? So there's that opportunity as well for people. Yeah, that's a perfect example, Lindsay. And other things are like part-time work, right? Just because you retired, that's work optional, right? We talk about that a lot. Work optional doesn't mean you can't work or you shouldn't work. But if you're in a position where you're pretty well off financially, but a little bit extra money would be nice, you know, find something where you enjoy it, maybe find some purpose in it. That's always an option. And obviously that's not just for single people, but that is something that can help with some of those additional expenses. But really, whatever strategies or whatever your situation, you want to have a plan, right? So ideally you work with a certified financial planner to get a plan in place, get clear on what your goals are so you can start working towards those goals and make sure you're on the right track. It sounds like the earlier, the better. But just wondering if you were, say, I don't know, someone who's in their 40s or 50s and you do find yourself single and you are still saving for retirement, is there anything other than, say, the timeline that you could recommend or that we could think about as a strategy? You could probably relate to this, Lindsay. I can relate to this. You also have to consider the situation you're in. But mm. if you're that far out, it's all about time and getting your money working for you. Because if you can start earlier, you don't have to put as much away. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like that snowball effect, right? You start with small amounts that starts to build up and then the compound 
the interest from your investments on that should then further build that snowball to hopefully build the nest egg that you need. Mm -hmm. So I'm not sure if that's exactly what you're asking, but there's not really a whole lot of other strategies, right? So if we have a couple, we might be looking into the future. So how can we make sure we're in a position to split income in retirement? So we might look at special RSPs, but there's really not a whole lot of other options. It's just about being kind of efficient with our money and planning ahead. I know you've touched on a few of the non-financial strategies, but are there any other non-financial things that single people could do to have a more successful retirement, do you think? Yeah. So we mentioned this in the podcast a lot that a successful and a fulfilling retirement is not just about having enough money in the bank account. So typically we want to have money and feel financially free so that we can live our best life. But living our best life isn't just having that money there. So some things to think about. I mentioned this a little bit earlier, but it is getting clear on your purpose. And I mentioned this, a lot of single people tie up a lot of their identity in their work because you know they spend all their time on their career because they're not worried about kids. Again, this is assuming they're not parents. So it's thinking about what does my purpose look like beyond retirement, beyond my career? And something to consider, I think a lot of people when they hear purpose, they feel like they need to choose this purpose that's going to carry them through their life and be the end-all, be-all. That's not really what we mean when we talk about purpose. What we mean is something that you can get excited about, something that's helping you grow, but it doesn't have to be permanent. So I have a few core purposes, I guess you could say, in my life. So for me, it's three things I focus on. One is my family, and that's number one, but also my business and taking care of our clients, making sure we're doing a good job there and we're thriving in that area, and also my health. I started going, you know, last year I did a lot of running. This year, I'm going back to the gym. And so now my son, Lewis, is telling everybody that daddy's going to the gym because he wants to be able to keep up with me for longer, which is true, but anyway, <laughs> it's kind of cute. Very cute. But so those are my three purposes, but those might change over time, right? Maybe one day I'll retire and the business isn't going to be one of my core purposes. But the key is figuring out what is that for you beyond your career. And a lot of people could use a little bit of help with figuring that out. So there are retirement coaches out there. There's different retirement programs. We've had Tammy Vigu on the podcast. She's a retirement coach. We've had Scott Armstrong on, and he has a guide yourself program. But again, the same idea there that there are people and resources that can help. And a lot of certified financial planners also will build that into their conversations to make sure you're thinking about things outside of money. Beyond the purpose piece, there's the social interaction piece, right? So there's a lot of research that shows people who are lonely are less healthy, and that's mental health and physical health. So you want to think about who are you spending time with? How are you getting that social interaction when you're not working anymore? Because again, a lot of people who are single are getting that social interaction while they're at work, right? Mm -hmm. If all of a sudden you don't have all your work friends because they're still working and you're not anymore, you want to think about that. So we've talked about the travel companion. You So you mentioned kind of those group tours is a great idea. Maybe it makes sense to move into a retirement community where there's always different kind of social things going on. I mentioned part-time work for the financial strategy, but that also could be a means of social interaction. And then the obvious ones, you know, like different recreation or hobbies that involve other people or different groups and volunteer work. Those are just some ideas. But again, I think those are two things that are just really important to get clear on and have a plan for ahead of retirement so that once you get there, you can continue to thrive, I guess, kind of fall into a place where you're maybe not feeling so fulfilled and feel a little more depressed. We don't want that. It's supposed to be an exciting time when you retire. Mm -hmm. So in order to live your best retirement, you want to be thinking about these things ahead of time. So I think that probably summarizes the non-financial and the financial strategies. Again, there's not a lot on the financial strategy side. It's just about being prudent with your money and, and making sure you're planning ahead. Right. Well, thank you, Joe. 
yeah, thinking about that timeline, wherever you are, trying to be cognizant of it, making your money work for you. I did want to acknowledge, I think, you know, single women especially maybe face a bit more of a challenge where typically, not always, but typically do make less than our male counterparts. So, you know, women can experience maybe a little bit extra challenge when looking at retiring solo. Doesn't mean it's impossible, of course, but I did want to acknowledge that. Yeah, I think we've got a few strategies, holistic strategies, as it were, the person who's retiring single. And those are good points, Lindsay, because, you know, it's 100% true. And it's just another challenge. I mean, if we look at our clients, the majority of the singles that we work with are female, right? Mm -hmm. About 90% of them. So we do see that more often. And to your point, you know, there sometimes is a disadvantage there from an income standpoint. And also a lot of times, especially for our retiree clients, a lot of them who have maybe been divorced or widowed, they took care of the household, took care of the kids. They gave up their careers or at least for a certain time. So, and they let their male counterparts take care of a lot of the finances. So they're again, at a bit of a disadvantage just from a knowledge standpoint, right? By not taking care of that stuff, Mm -hmm. which is all again, why it's important to get help. There is good help out there. Again, ideally a certified financial planner, but definitely all things that are factors. I mean, they're reality. So take advantage of whatever help is out there. Absolutely. And we'll link to the articles that inspired this podcast in our show notes, of course. And if there's any other topics or anything else that people have questions about or would like us to cover, please don't hesitate to reach out again. Our contact information will be in the show notes. Awesome. Thanks, Lindsay. Thanks, Joe. Investment services are provided through Matthews & Associates Investments of Aligned Capital Partners Incorporated and approved trade name of Aligned Capital Partners Inc. ACPI. Only investment-related products and services are offered through ACPI slash Matthews & Associates Investments of ACPI and covered by the Canadian Investor Protection Fund. Tax planning, financial planning, and insurance services are provided through Matthews & Associates. Matthews & Associates is an independent company separate and distinct from ACPI slash Matthews & Associates Investments of ACPI. Matthews & Associates are not licensed tax professionals, and you should consult with your tax advisor before acting on any recommendations. Thank you for joining us for this latest episode of Your Retirement Planning Simplified. If you'd like to see how prepared you are for retirement, we've created a free retirement readiness calculator to help you out. Go to matthewsandassociates.ca forward slash ready to input your retirement information and receive instant feedback to help you evaluate your current retirement readiness. Be sure to tune back in for the next episode. And until then, we're here to help you simplify and succeed in your retirement planning.